Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Lamed Zion. Daf Lamed Zion in Sachem. Again, we learned for a four shlema for Tova Miriam Basdvora Mindel. <clears throat> we'll start from the last line that we already covered yesterday on Lamed Vavam and Bays. We'll start from there. Tanur Rabbanim. Ain't open Pasava. You don't bake thick bread Pesach. Okay, that's what we're assuming now that it means thick. Why not? We'll see. Does it really mean thick or does it mean something else? says, at the top of Matirun. They say you're allowed to make thick bread. Again, the Kamapasava, how thick can that be? A Marvuna Tefach. It could be a Tefach thick, up to a Tefach thick, which is like the size of a fist. That could be, could be that big. Because we find Lechem Aponim, the 12 breads that they had in the Shulchan and the base of Migdash, that was also a Tefach thick. So the Gemara says, what kind of a proof is there from the base of Migdash? Uh, if you have bread that that's, that's that thick, uh, it could take a long time to bake. And the longer it takes to bake, the bigger chances it, 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 there, are, there are that it'll become chametz. Moscow Rabbi Yosef, what kind of sense does it make? You're saying, you can, Vesol says, you can make it a tefach thick, because in the base of Migdash, the Lechem Aponim was a tefach thick. Moscow Rabbi Yosef, there's many differences between the base of Migdash and a regular household. Masvav Yosef, Imam Rabbi Yom it's like we've had before. If they said that in the in the base of Migdash, where you have the Kohanim and the Bezdin of the Kohanim, were very scrupulous and careful in checking, making sure it doesn't become chametz. Him. Uh, so if they said that by Zrizin Yom Rabbi what about in the regular Kehila? And we said even in outside of the base of Migdash. So just because they're in the base of Migdash, they can make it a tefach thick and yet not have any chametz. How can you say the same thing outside of the base of Migdash? Imam Rabbi Yosef, in the base of Migdash, it doesn't turn chametz quick. Why? Because they work it very hard. Rashi says, In other words, it, they, they work it very hard. They beat it and, and you know, the kneading process is very long. And as, as the kneading process is very long and complicated, it, w- it won't become chametz. And as, as you work it, it won't become chametz. So if they said that in the base of Migdash, where they do all that work on it, fine, there it won't turn chametz. But what about in a regular household where the kneading process is not as complicated and it might turn to chametz? Remember, Be'etzim Yevesh and Yom Be'etzim Lachem. Rashi brings down that they brought specially, uh, um, uh, so they bought wood that was used in the, uh, in the base of Migdash, not only on the Marracha, but also that they used in the Tana when they baked things was very, uh, wood that was dried out from the summer. After the summer, when the summer was over, after already uh, Elul time, it was already, uh, the sun wasn't so strong and the, the, the wood was too wet. So if it was very dry, then it'll heat up quick and won't turn chametz. Uh, that was, they had specially hot wood, meaning dry wood. I don't mean hot, I mean it's dried out, right? Yom Beit Zemachem, as opposed to uh, regular firewood that people use in their homes, which is also moist and therefore doesn't heat as fast and the heat is strong, and therefore it's likely that its stuff might become chametz. Uh, so if that's the case, uh, you can't say that in a household. In a household, we wouldn't allow it. In the base of Migdash, the uh, oven there is burning all day. They're ba- making all kinds of carbonos uh, menucha, carbon minchas there. So therefore, it's burning, burning hot all, all the time and uh, very hot as opposed to a regular oven in a, in a household, which is used once or twice, not as hot. So again, likely to turn chametz. A regular household oven in those days was made out of earthenware, not as hot, but the one in the base of was made out of metal. So all these are five reasons why in the base of you can have a tefach thick, you can have a tefach thick uh, um, bread, 
or matzah on Pesach, but not ne- or for all year round for that matter, because because as as I said, ninety five percent of the carbonos uh, carbon mincha in the base of Migdush were made only out of matzah, couldn't be made out of chametz. So in the base of Migdush, you could you could be so careful. But outside the base of Migdush, how could Basil allow you to have a bread that's a tefach thick? It would likely become chametz. Am Rabbi Yemir Bar Abba, Rabbi Yemir answer like this: Shiltis says, Rebbe, be Yechodayas, my teacher. Privately, Umanu, who was that Rav? Ikram, some say that it was Yirmi Barav, Baraba Amarav. Rabbi Yirmi Amarav asked the question. Sheilas is Rebbe. He said he asked his Rebbe, who was that? He asked him privately, Bichud. Umanu, who was that? Rabbeinu Akadosh. That's Rebbe. That's Rabbi Yudah Nasi, Rabbeinu, also called Rabbeinu Akadosh. I asked him this question. He says, My Pasava Pasmuba. We misunderstood the whole thing. When he said Tan Rabbana, and Beishamai says you cannot make thick bread, and Beisul says you could make thick bread, we don't really mean the word thick at all. We just mean a lot of bread, small breads, not thick breads, regular matzahs. But you shouldn't make a lot on Yantif at the same time. He says on Pesach, we said it on Pesach. He said, so, Vamaik, so if, it's, if, it's, uh, if he doesn't mean thick bread, it just means don't make a lot at one shot. So my curly eyes are called Basava, Mishum Denefisha Belisha, because there's a lot of kneading going on. In other words, if you're making a lot of breads, you have to, you need a lot of dough. You got a thick dough. The dough is thick, right? The dough is very thick if you're making a lot of breads on it. That's why it's called thick. It doesn't mean you're making a thick matzah. It means you're making a lot of matzahs out of a thick amount of, of dough. In the town of that Tana who authored it, that was the washing that they used. We say Ava means thick and Ruba means many. In that town, then when they say thick, they really mean many. They call many Pas Ava. Okay, so that changes the whole meaning over here. Basil is just simply saying, don't make a lot of matzahs on Pesach. Don't bake a lot of matzahs on Pesach. And Beisham, I mean, Beisham says, don't make a lot of matzahs on Pesach. And Basil says, you may. So my time, why can't you make many matzahs on Pesach? My time, obviously we're talking about on Yantif. We're not talking about four Pesach, we're talking about on Pesach, on Yantif. So what's the reason why you shouldn't? You're doing too much work. So my Pesach, why talk about Pesach? I feel beyond of Nami. You don't do Tircha Ritzibura or Tircha, any, not Tircha Ritzibura, Tircha Yaseira. You don't do extra work on any Yantif. So my Pesach, I feel beyond of Nami. He says, I you're right. It really means Yontif. Haitana, Biyantif shall Pesach koi. He was talking about Pesach. So he said, oh, on Pesach, don't bake a lot of breads at one time. You know, don't make a lot of bread. Just make the minimum necessary. Don't do extra work. You should have prepared it before Pesach. Tanah another Bryce says specifically, it says Yontif. Beshamiyom ain't open pas of a Biyantif. Beshul says Matirim. So in Hanami, we're talking about Yontif in general. It has nothing to do with Pesach. He just says, don't do a lot of baking. When you're allowed to bake on Yontif, don't do a lot of baking, because that's called Tirchi Yaseira. Okay. We've talked about the kind of ingredients that you could use, and we also touched in the last couple of days on uh, what kind of bread, right? We said it's got to be lechem oni, right? Lechem oni means just base, basic bread, and at least leila seder, you shouldn't use matzah shira. With pure, clean flour bread, bread made from pure flour, uvadra, or even coarse bread, uvasarikin. Sarika, and they translate as Syrian cakes, it really, it really means hamatsuyarim, which are shaped in figures. In other words, they make, uh, I like to compare it now that we have this, uh, uh, some have a custom that they make, um, what do they call it, the, uh, the, sh- the, the key challah, right? The, uh, right? The, the key challah, they make it in the form of a key, or they put a key inside. Many of them make it in a form of a key. In other words, sometimes you find a kachala, like a cake that's baked in the shape of something, 
So he says you're yotze with that too. You could make a cake, or you make you can make a. We're talking about matzah here. You're turning it into matzah. Obviously, it's you're not. You, it's it can't be chametz. You can make that on Pesach. In other words, you could use regular regular flour, coarse flour, or old old flour, or even fancy uh, sh- shaped figures. The Gemara. Uh, so we'll, we'll I'll t- mention another thing about. It. Let's first see more of the Gemara. So uh, you can have the even though they said no some streaking certain person, even though they say you shouldn't do those kind of things. In other words, if you have one and it's not chametz, obviously it could be Otsa and Pesach. It's bread. It's just bread in a f- different form. But you shouldn't really do those kind of things on Pesach. Why not? Baitusman was a well-known wealthy man. And he asked them, he asked the Chachamim, they ma'amro ain't us in circuit with some Why don't you make these fancy cakes, fancy shaped cakes on Pesach? Amrlo, Mesha Isha, Shoah Aleyna Machamtza, because it takes her a long time to form it, you know, to make it in the form that she wants. It takes a long time, and in the interim, it'll become Chametz, so we don't want to take a chance. Not that you, if you did, it's Chametz, it's not Chametz, but we discourage them. You shouldn't make those kind of things on Pesach. Amrlohem, I mean, the, here we're talking about even if you make it before Pesach, because you might turn it into Chametz, so we discourage him from doing it. Amalem, Efshiyasanabitfus. So, Baitis is what he means. It doesn't, doesn't take necessarily a lot of work. Use a mold, right? How do they make a lot of places? They make these fancy things. They have picks molds. They don't do it by hand. They have a mold that they stamp it down. Bikvan, Akivan, and you could, uh, you could fi- uh, finish it. You know, Bikovea, stamp it. Kivan, Kivan means immediately, right? You could do it immediately, so then it wouldn't take long. Why don't you use a, if you use a mold, it's not a problem. Amalu, they said, Yom Rukolasrika and Asurin will say everybody else's, all these uh, shaped, uh, shaped fancy cakes will be also. Vasrike Baitus, you're a wealthy man. You can afford to have your own mold, Mutarn. We don't want to make rules like that because if we're making one, people make on all of them. So therefore, they said you shouldn't do those. The Chachili, you shouldn't make those kind of bre- uh, 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 matzah breads for Pesach. But if you did and you used the mold, it would be a kamar blazer bar tzaddik. Tamachas nechnas tiachav rabba lebeis remulil. I entered the house of remulil with my father of tzaddik. They veil from him streaking him and they brought these fancy fancy matzah cakes uh, on Pesach. Amarti uh, Abba lo kacham chum didn't the chum say enos and streaking him some Didn't the rabbi say you shouldn't do those kind of things lest they come to me and a chametz? Amarli b'ni lo shakalada mamru. They didn't say they didn't forbid everybody's elishol nachtomen. They only forbade. Those of professional bakers. So the svara el amro. The svara here is that the uh, bakers who bake their breads, uh, bakeries who make them to sell, they want them to be very particular and look very fancy, so it'll be easier to put in the show window, right, in the in the uh, in the display, and they want to, they want people to come come after them, so they'll take more time to shape them, and then they turn into chametz. So they only forbade. Those of bakers. He can have some said the other way around. Over here we're talking about bakers. Bakers have molds. They do it professionally. They could do it real quick and doesn't come to hummus. But everybody else's, everybody else who don't don't have the molds, they shouldn't do it. So, so you shouldn't do this at home. That's the idea. You shouldn't do shouldn't make these fancy breads at home. Now, uh Mafarchin, we ask, what about uh on what about the idea that if they're made out of forms? Forms are just like letters, and you're not allowed to take them apart. It's an old question, you know, if somebody brings out a birthday cake, and they got the name on it, you're allowed to cut the letters and things like that. So there's all kinds of shilas about that. It's mashma that there's no iser from Argamar, there's no iser in doing that. Why is there no iser? Well, one idea is that it's not derech mechike. Even if you break it up, it's not the derech, you know, you're not erasing it in the normal way. Uh, <clears throat> so it could also be that the Yisr that they talk about, you know, don't cut it on the letters. People are mocked, but not to cut a cake on Shabbos or Yant of cutting on the letters. It's only when the letters are separate from the cake. But if the, if the cake itself 
or the bread, whatever you want to call it, uh, the baked item is in the form itself of something, not necessarily the same. So there's other, it's also kalachiyad, it's in a maskavan. All these questions uh, are, are brought up, um, right? In other words, there's different, different reasons why this is brought down, why that's not really a problem cutting it. So basically what we're saying is, as long as it's not hummus, you could really eat it, but the rabbis discourage them from making those cakes because they take a long time and they could turn chametz in the interim. Amar Biosi, Osin Srikin Kamin Rakikit. You can make these kind of cakes if they're in the form of wafers. Wafers are much thinner, not less likely to become chametz. If you make them in the form like look like wafers, that's okay. But if you make them gluskos, gluskos are like large sweet rolls, very big things, that's not good, right? But if you lose a large one, gluskos mitoch avim get very thick, that they, it'll take a long time for them to bake and they could become chametz in the interim. Tanar Abanar is some of the gears over here that it's Tanan, Tanan Hosam. Hasuf these are like um, <clears throat> sponge like breads, like, like a sfog, right? Sufganin, like sufganiyot, right? It's like a sponge like, a thick, a thick kind of a matzah. Or dufshanan, or honey bread, viskaritin, or wafers. Vachalas hamasres, that's made on a grill like on a pan, right? So all these things, the hamaduma, duma means that there's, it's some trumas mixed up in there. All these are tur menachala. You don't speak Now we're not talking about Pesach now. We're talking about what is the definition of bread. Rashi in the first of the wide lines and Rashi says that when it comes to chala, that you have to give chala to the Kohen, it says, These aren't considered breads. We're talking about the first four. We're not talking about meduma. Meduma, the problem with meduma is since it's, since, it's already, since it's already got truma in there, so you only have to give chala, which is a form of truma. It says, Tarimu, truma, fari truma. You have to give truma from something which is not truma yet, but if it's got truma in there, it's potter. So the Mepharshim explain that in the case of, we'll just put this one aside, in the case of Meduma, which has got, which is regular, you know, regular uh, bread or uh, truma, whatever, flour, uh, it's got, it's got the truma in, mixed in it, okay, we're talking about if you hold chala is a drabonan bismanazeh, that you give chala, today we're mafish chala, most say that's only drabonan bismanazeh. So if it's drabonan, and since, um, and since the Yisr is, is, and since we're talking about something which is mixed up, so you could say, okay, fine, it's already, there's truma in there, so you don't, you don't have to give challah. But if truma, if the challah you give today is a doraisa, meduma would really, meduma means there's a little bit of uh, truma mixed up. We said truma is, is bottle one in a hundred. Midaraisa, it's bottle even one in two. It's bottle just barov, you know, it's just barov. So technically, if some truma mixed up, midaraisa, if truma got mixed up with some chulen, it's still it's all chulin, and if you hold that chalus do raisa, we're not going to say that meduma, which means it's a it's a it's a it's mixed with rabbanim because rabbanim. Remember, when midaraisa, it's always a shear of you go by the majority. Midarabana, we say batal b'shishim. That's one in but one in sixty, or no Saint Tom, or one in a hundred, or one in two hundred, or davish minion is never batal. That's all rabbanim. So we're not going to say that halacha rabbanim. Uh, is 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 uh, is going to say? Well, this is meduma because there's a little bit of truma mixed up. In midaraisa, it's all chulin. So if midaraisa, it's all chulin, and there's a chiv daraisa to give chul bismanazeh, you wouldn't say it's potter. So it's potter's only if you hold the chal bismanazeh as drabanan. So drabanan goes against drabanan. That's as far as meduma goes. But let's go back to the basic guy, the first four, which are issues of are these bread? What is considered bread? Chal is only from bread. Now we're talking about chal. We're not talking about pesach. Pesach the issue is chametz. 
right? The Israel's chametz, and it should be lechem oni, as we said. But these other kinds of breads, the question is, uh, they're made with honey, they're made with this. The question is, are you chayef challah? Is it bread? Right? So, my challah hamasras, what is that? Okay, that's basically uh, like dumplings, or uh, basic, it's where the flour is scalded with um, hot water. You pour, either we'll see, either you pour the flour into the hot water, the hot water on the flour. That's not bread. That's not bread. So he says, it's potter from challah. There's a challah, it's like dumplings that balabat to make. Amr shlokash. Halalu maiseilfasein. Okay. Rishlokish says they're putter not because it's um, it says that's called myfilfus. What is myfilfus? Made in a in a pot or a frying pan. If it's made in a frying pan, bread is only bread if it's made in an oven. If you bake bread in an oven in a dry form, that's bread. If you make it in a pan, that's not bread. That's uh, you know, uh you can call it um you know um uh, or you can call it uh, pancakes, you can call it whatever you want, cakes, but it's not bread. And and challah is only chayiv on bread. Uh, Pesach is a different issue. It can't be chametz, which is even more of a restriction because you could have bread, but it's still chametz. Here we're talking about it's not even bread. Amr like shalala my saying, and therefore they're put because of that. Rabbi Yochanan says no, my silfus chayiv So here we have machloks Rabbi Yochanan shlokish. Rabbi Yochanan says no, even if it's bread, even if it's made in a pot or a pan, it's still bread. That's the machlok of beer. The halal So why are those potter? Why do we say sufgan and dufshan and streak and chas? We're not talking about matzah now. We're not talking about matzah and pesach. We're talking about is there a chiv of chal? Is this bread? So Rish Lakish says they're not bread because they're made in a pan. They're not made in an oven. Rabbi Elkanan says no. Even if it's made in a pan, it's also chayiv and chal. So why are these potter from challah? Because these, in this case, they were talking about they were made in the sun. They were heated up in the sun. They weren't made by a fire at all. Meisve. Okay, so Rabbi Shlakish says, though, if it's made in a pot, it's already not, it's not bread. Here the Bryce says, if you made them in a pot, in the sun it's potter. That's like what Shlakish said. Shlakish, I mean, Rabbi Yochan said the reason those four were potter from challah is because they were, they were baked in the sun. They weren't, but if they were baked in a, in a pot or a pan, a frying pan, that would be chayev. Here you see that they're chayev. If you made them in a pan, you're chayev. So this is kasha on tiyufted rishlakish. It's a kasha under b'shim and lakish. Amar ula, amar rishlakish lakish will tell you hachamay eskinen sheher siach ulubsof hidbik. Right, rishlakish is b'shim and lakish. It's speaking about over here where you first heat it up and then put in the and then put in the the food, put in the bread, put in the flour. If you first heat it up and then put in the flour in the form in the form, that's how you make bread. You heat up an oven and then you put the bread in. Then it's taka, then you'd be chayv. Rishlakish is moted that case, that is chayv and challah. But if you put the bread in first, you put the flour in first, and then you heated it up, which is like you do in a stew, in a, in a frying pan, right? So my hochanami deptorum, would you say that you're potter? Notice if you make it like a stew or a frying pan, a pot, where you first put in the food and then you heat it up, you would talk to say your potter. So why did you say if that's like it's out of tani sefer? Why did it say in the sefer bechama pturin? Oh, if you made it, if you baked it in the sun, it's potter. Lift like some day, make an afkamina bedida. It depends if you put the food in first or you heated it up first. Medvar morim kanshir seichle besof hidik. When do you say your chayiv and chala? If it was heated up first and then you put it in the way you would do with an oven. Aval hidik besof resiach pturin. Why don't you say that according to Rishlakish? So Rishlakish will weasel out and say chesur mechsra. It's missing from the brayis of Alchitani. Medvar morim shir seichle besof hidik. When are you chayiv? When is a ma'isa ilfus? If you baked, if if you uh, if you baked it in a stew pot or a frying pan. When you chayev, if you heat it up first and then you put the bread in the form that they do uh, an oven. 
Aval hidbilka besofer siach. But if you put the food in first and then you heated it up, then it's as if it was baked in the sun and pot. So that's how Rishlakish will weasel out. So we have this Machlokish, Rabbi Yochanan Rishlakish. Rabbi Yochanan says, baked in a stew pot is still baked. If you bake it in a stew pot or a pan, it's still baked. Rishlakish says, that's only, that's only if you, um, it, it, you're only chayat and chala, only if you heated it up first and then put the bread in, then put the flour in. Tashma. Yotzim b'matzahino, you yotze on Pesach, on Pesach, right? Because we're talking about being Yotze, so obviously we're talking about on Pesach. Yotzmatzahina, what is that? That's like partially baked bread, right? Rashi compares that to al tochlum menu no, right? The the the, um, the pedicarm Pesach has to be roasted properly; can't be half uh, half roasted. So the bread, all the matzah uh, has the matzah could be partially. If it's partially baked, that's good enough. Over matzah sibas or matzah that's made in an ilfus, that means it's bread. Right, if it's if it's if it's made in bread, that's a proof to Rabbi Yochanan. So Hachanami shir sichle besof hidbik. So Rishlakish will go. He'll weasel out here, and Rishlakish will say it's speaking about where you heat it up first, and then you put the flour in. So it's like a tanor. Okay, my matzina. What is this matzahina that matzah which is partially baked that your yotz say with? Because it says yotz and matzahina. What is that? Rabbi Yochanan How much does it have to be baked? And it's not all the way baked. How much baked? Kol shapor sevein chitnim evein chutnim shachman. If you break it. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't like come across like, like gum. You know, it doesn't, uh, the threads inside, if you break it, you break a piece of challah, a piece of matzah, you break it, it's broken. Not that pieces are, are like stretching out from there. Pieces are stretching out like chewing gum. That means it's not, enough, that's not baked enough. If you, if you break it and, and the pieces don't, don't uh, stretch out and stretch out from it, that's, that's baked enough, even though it's not fully baked. The same thing, lachme toda. Lachme toda that you have to give. Remember, there's forty uh, kinds of uh, forty loaves of that brought, uh, that accompany a carbon toda. Ten of them are chametz, uh, the other thirty are matzah. But there's four there's four different species. Ten, 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 and ten. There are four different ways that they are they are baked. And out of the each of the ten, one has to go to the coin. So <clears throat> if you say that legabi matzah on Pesach, if it's partially baked, as long as the pieces don't stretch with it, when you break it, the inside the dough doesn't stretch out, that's good enough. So Rabbi says the same thing for lachme toda. Okay, that, that's good enough. And if they're baked that much, when you shech the carbon toda, these 40 loaves also become kadosh. What's the chiddush pshita? So hacha lechem siv, hacha lechem siv. Bread is bread. If you define bread, it's good. It's kosher bread. It's bread. Once, you, once it's baked this much, so what's the difference if you're talking about matzah? What's the difference if you're talking about lachmitoda? Says the same holbik sivik rivimenu echad mikol carbon. Since again, since it says over there by the carbonos by the loaves of the carbon toda that you have to give one out of each of the ten. Uh, it has four groups of ten. One out of ten of each of those, a total of four loaves, go to the coin. It says, You shouldn't give them a half a piece. Now, you can't bake them all into one big thing and then cut off a piece and give it to the coin. You have to have 40 loaves. Out of the 40 loaves, in four different, uh, four different kinds of loaves, uh, you give uh, 10 each. You give one of each of those 10 out of, uh, to the coin. So it says, Echad, it can't be broken. command the priest. I mean, you might think if this is not totally baked, it's like it's bro- broken up already, and therefore it's not good for a carbon tota to give to the coin. Kamash Mulan, no, that if it's good enough for Pesach, it's also good enough for the Lechem Lachmei Torah. Meisvei, still not done with Rabbi Yochum Mishlakish. Meisvei, Hameisa. What is Meisa? Okay, it's a kind of a flour paste. It's, again, we'll see this means where you, you scalded hot water on flour or flour on hot water. So what is Meisa? 
We'll, we'll define it in a minute, but it means it's like, uh, like dumplings, like scalding hot water with uh, flour without kneading it first. So basically, says your potter from giving it mitzvah challah. We're talking about challah now, not 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 the pesach. We're talking about yichayev to give challah. Beishami says your potter basically says yichayev. Hachalita, which is also the same thing, chalut dumpling, you know, a flour paste made from mixing flour with hot water. Beishami here says the opposite, mechayev and basil potrim. So. Before we, what does that mean? In one case, Bishamah says your patrim chalam, Bishamah says your chayv. In another place, the other one, Bishamah says your chayv, Bishamah says your patrim. What's going on? Ezo meisa veizachalita. Which one's which? Hameisa is kemachal gabim gloshen. Meisa, the first one is where you poured the flour onto the hot water, right? You you dumped it. Hachalita mugloshen veikemach, where you put the hot water on the flour. Does it make much of a difference? We're gonna we'll see about that. Okay, that's the first definition. Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yosiyam, Rabbi Shmuel, if he said the name of his father, they're both the same thing. They're both potter from Chala. They're both the same thing, essentially. And they're both potter. No, that they're both chayev in Chala. They're both the kind of a bread. Okay, they're both the kind of a bread. Right, this is a Bechib, it depends. If you made them in a pan or a pot, you're potter. Betanur chayev, make an atanur chayev. Okay, so that's the, before we even get to the, uh, to the issue of who we're asking a cash on over here, right? Because uh, Rabbi Yochanan said, my silphus, your chayev and chala. Rabbi uh, says, your potter, unless you heated it up, unless you heated it up and then put the bread in. Fine. But we see over the chamsay, if you made him an ilfus, your potter, you made him a atanur chayev. So betanakama, before we even get to the, to understand the kasha on Rabbi Yochanan, <laughs> Let's understand what, what. How do we start, the brayso start off? If it's meisa, beishami says potter, meisel says chayiv, and rechlita beishami says mechayiv. What kind of sense does that make? I understand Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Yossi, who said he said the name of his father. Listen, they're both potter. Okay, he says that's not lechem. Something about chayiv, he says it is lechem. The chum say it depends. If it's made in an ilfus, if you made it in a stew pot, it's potter. And if you make it in an oven that way, if you put it in an oven, it's bread because you make it in a bread. Bread is bread in an oven is bread. Betanakama, but Maishna Meisa, Maishna Chalita. Why by Meisa? He says Beishamai says your potter and Meisa says Yechayev. Mechalita said the other way. I'm a Yudav Shmuel. You're right. Chen Rav Yudav Vitem Rav Shub and Levi. Kemachlokas Bezukah. There is no difference. Whether the according to the Tanakama, whether it's Meisa or Echlita, it's the same thing. The same Machlokas. But what the Tavar? It's Takakasha. It's a stira between the two. Between if you say Meisa Beishamai says your potter, Meisa says Yechayev, and Echlita Beishamai says Yechayev, Meisa says Yechayev. It's a stira. They're both essentially the same thing. Misha Shanazu, Lo Shanazu. It's really two different shitas. One says that whether it's Meis or Echlita, Beishami says your potter, and Beisil says your chayev. Beishami says is more makel there. And one says no, the other way around, that whether it's Meis or Echlita, Beishami says your chayev, Beisil says your potter. In other words, there's really four different shitas in the mission, not three, but four to explain this. Okay, Famishanazu. Tani me is fine. So we understand now why. Uh, we understand what the 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 first two sheetas in the Mishnah says that it's a machlokus whether say your potter or chayv in in, in chala. Uh, base, Rabbi Shmuel named Rabbi Yossi says either both potter or you're both chayv. Okay, uh, it goes one or the one one way or, or the other, right? Uh, he says you're both they're both potter, you're both chayv. The chum say. And the Chum say, no, if you made an ilfus, you're potter betana chayev. Tani mi es vachom omer echazev echazev, shasen beilfus potter betana chayev. Tifter Rabbi Yochanan, now it's a kashen Rabbi Yochanan. Here it says, if you made an ilfus, you made it in a, in a pan, you didn't make it in an oven, you're, he says over here, you're potter. Rabbi Yochanan says, you're chayev, it's bread. 
How so? The Tanya, listen to this b'risa. This isn't lechem. Rabbi Yudah says, no, lechem is only baked in a tanner. So what's between Rabbi Yudah and Tanakama? The Tanakama said that I might think me'isa and chaluta should be chayi v'chalas. This is lechem. This is not lechem. Yudah says lechem is only baked in an oven. This isn't baked in an oven. So Rabbi Yudah hain the Tanakama. What's interesting to it? Elav ma'isa ilfas ikimna. The machlokas must be this. Tanakama savar ma'isa ilfas chayev is chayev. Rabbi Yudah savar ma'isa ilfas potter because Rabbi Yudah says it's got to be made in an oven. Otherwise, it's not. It's not. It's 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 uh, it's not lechem and you're not chayev and chala. So Rabbi so Rabbi Yochanan is trying to say it's really machlokas to norm. Rabbi Yudah said, "My self is potter. I don't go like Rabbi Yudah. I go like the Tanakama. The Tanakama says what that um, the Tanakama says that uh, meisa and chaluta are not chayiv and chala. But if you bake them in an uh, in a pan, maybe it would be chayiv and chala." Rashi says over here. Rashi says um, Rashi about even where the Tanakama said, "My self is." A little bit above in Rashi. Before it was needed, they were already cooked in hot water. They were already, you know, cooked. Or was baked on fire. Right? It wasn't just like you mixed. Uh, it wasn't like you just mixed some dough with some scalding water. But rather, this is uh, an elfus. At least you put it on a fire. You put them in a pan on a fire. That's considered bread. That's similar to Even if you put the bread in first, like Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Yochan says that my sofas is chayiv and chala. It doesn't make any difference. Rabbi Shlakish tried to make that difference in Amid Aleph between whether it's uh, you put the you put the bread in first or you or you heated it up first. That was Rishlaki said that, but Rabbi Yochan didn't make such an afkamina. So that's what he's saying. The Tanakama, Rabbi Yochan will try to say, I go like the Tanakama. But you my sofas put on. says, look, Marlo, no proof from there. The Kuliyama my sofas peturim. Now, this is a real problem, Tosis points out, because now we're saying everybody holds my sofas as potter, and generally we hold like Rabbi Yochanan, not like Rishlakish, except for a few cases in Shas, we always pass like Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish. Therefore, Tosis goes into whole Rikas, the Rabbi Yochanan paskins like Rishlakish, because the Gemara says, no, everybody holds my sofas as potter, like Rishlakish. Now we hold like Rabbi Yochanan. So what's going on? So Tosis prefers to say we hold like Rabbi Yochanan, but really the Gemara is not really saying that Rabbi Yochanan doesn't come out like any of the Tanam, because if you say like uh, Rabbi Shmuel Berbiosi, what did Rabbi Shmuel Berbiosi say? Amri la zevazel lechiyev, amri zevazel leptur, right? So you could say over there, if you say that the chalit and meisa are chayiv and chala, according to those shitas, right? Or even if you say that, right, that uh, even if you say like the first two Tanam, that they still says your potter, but you still have a shita, you have a Tana who says that meisa ilfus, even the meisa and the chalita, which is even less than a meisa ilfus, is is uh, chayiv. So Rabbi Elchin could go like them. So at the end of the day, it is a machlokas Tanam. So the answer is a lot. The kuleyama myself is patur. I could say from this machlokas here between Tanakam and Rabbi Yudah, everybody could say myself is patur. Here's what happened over here. You made him in an ilfus, and then after you made an ilfus, you then baked it in an oven again. Tanakam was suffering keeping shechazav ba'afu b'tanur lechem krimah. All right, originally it wasn't bread. Originally you made it in an ilfus, and that's that would be patur. But over here, afterwards you put him in an oven. If you put him in an oven afterwards, it's called lechem. That could be the machlokas, because that's what the machlokas. But if you look at the price itself, it says that, you know, it sounds like they both say you're potter. I might think, Okay, Rabbi Yudas says, no, I lechem elef betaner. So what's the machlokas here? If you don't say the machlokas is, one holds maise ilfus is chay of the Tanakam, and Rabbi Yudas says maise ilfus is potter, 
So what's the machlokas? Is no, they might say the baisilf is by itself is potter like rishlokish. But over here it's being more. You baked it afterwards. After it was in an ilfus, you then baked it in an oven. Since you baked it afterwards in the oven, lechem it still became bread now. Lechem is something which was originally baked in an oven. If it wasn't originally baked in an oven, you made it. You made it in a pan. You made waffle. You know something that looked like waffles or or pancakes or some thick you know honey bread or something like that. That's not. That's not really lechem. But even the mikara labatan rafi lav lechemu. Rabbi Yudas is the only lechem is only if it's originally made in an oven. This since this wasn't originally made in an oven, it's not considered lechem. You're potter from chala. That's a machlokus over here. But again, at the end of the day, if you're making in a stew pot, according to Rabbi Yochanan, you're chayev. According to Rishlakish, you're potter. Even Rishlakish, there might be motive that if you made it, if you put the, if you heated up the uh, pan first and then put it in, even there you might be there, you still could be chayev and chala. So lechumra, we have to, you have to give chala from there too. Amar of my time, Rabbi Yudas. What's Rabbi Yudah's reasoning why it says if it's not baked in an oven originally, it's not bread? The Chesiv, it says, V'afu, by the Klal, it says, V'afu, Eser, Nashim, Lachmechem, Betan, or Echad. Ten women will make your bread Betan, or Echad. In other words, they had to say Tan, or Echad, because that's Pashtus, the Kral. But he had to say Lachmechem, right? He could have just said, V'afu, Eser, Nashim, Tan, or Echad. It says, Lachmechem, your bread. Bread is only in a Tan. Lachmechem is in a Tan. If it's not baked in a Tan, or originally, it's not bread. Right, If it's baked in one in one tan, or in other words, it says lechem betanur echad. Bafu aser nashim lechem betanur echad. Lechem in tanur echad is called lechem. Sheinef betanur echad. If it's not made in one oven, it's made in two because you first made it in a pan or a frying pan or a stew pot, and then afterwards you put it in an oven. That's not called lechem. That's the, that's the sheet over here. So that's how we come out with this question about if you baked it. In a, if you bake the bread in a pan, is that considered bread for chiv of chalav? Yosef Rabbah, obviously you shouldn't do that for, for Pesach. We're not talking about Pesach. Pesach anyway, that would be a problem because it would be uh, something that would easily be machmetz. Yosef Rabbah, Rabbi Yosef, heard Rav Zerah. These two rabbis, Rabbi and Rabbi Yosef, were sitting behind Rav Zerah, who was sitting himself in front of Yosef Rav Zerah, Kamei de Ula, was sitting in front of Ula. Omelei Rabbah. So Rabbah turned to Rav Zerah, patted him on the shoulder and said, listen, ask the rabbi in front of you, boy me name Ula, ask Ula, who's in front of you, what happens if you put the bread in first and then you, uh, you heated it up on the outside? Mao, what's, what's the halacha there? Omerlei, my emelei, what am I going to tell him? What am I going to tell him? If I tell him, why would I tell him that? Why would I ask him? If I tell him that, Omer will tell me, hey, you my silphus. That's exactly the my silphus that Rabbi Yochan and Shlakish are debating over here. Then we had a, apparently he's also machlokas tanoim, right? That uh, my silphus, that's my silphus. You put it inside a pot and you, and, you, uh, and you heat up the pot afterwards. That's exactly the my silphus. Rashi says, um, Elohim my silphus, chachamim, Rabbi Yochan Shlakish, right? That's what Rabbi Yochan and Shlakish argue about. Omer Yosef said, the other rabbi, Rabbi and Yosef were both sitting behind Rav Zeir. The other one, Rabbi Yosef, now turned to Rav Zeir. Omer, he tapped him and shot. Omer, Rabbi Yosef, the Rav Zeir, ask him this question. What happens if you put the bread inside first, but the fire was right there? In other words, the fire wasn't like in a regular oven where you heat it up first and then you put the bread in, but the, the, but the fire was right on top of it. You, there, was, there was a torch right on top now. Why would I ask him that? The Amin, if I ask him that, Amalei Rovani Imosim Kain. That's how most people bake bread. So what's the issue? Rovani Imosim Kain says Rashi. Call my Seilfus Kain. Shein Lam Eitzim Uvakachum Marlafus. In other words, even if you put, even if it wasn't in, it was in an oven. It was in a, it was in a pan. Most of them make it that way because it takes more firewood, more fuel to heat it up from underneath the pan. 
poor people, they put it in the pan and they, and they hold the fire right on top so it's like a, like a barbecue so that it should heat up faster because they don't have enough fuel. So everybody does that. That's my silphus for all of them. So the same, whatever you say about my silphus would be the same, the same uh, that way. That's how I explained the way Rashi learns it. Tosis learns it differently that he's talking about a tanner, that it's not talking about an oven, because otherwise he said that the, 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 the two questions wouldn't, wouldn't make sense. Any case, the Aminale Omele Ravasi, Isa Shomai What about my Sashani dough? Okay, my Sashani dough. The question is, my Sashani, is it yours or not? You know, there's different things in the Torah, uh, like when, the, when, a, when a Kohen is entitled to eat a carbon. Is, is it his, or is it something that uh, he's eating He's eating from God's table, so to speak. Nafkamina, big nafkamina, if you, if you, is it his or not? If it, let's say it's something, uh, uh, a truma, whatever, a truma is, he does, a Cohen does own that, but the issues that come up, there's certain things, is he eating his own or is he eating it? Nafkamina could have even kind of shanisha. Always the issue of, um, of, uh, of ownership is, could you make You go to a wedding. The rabbi always says, "There uh, is is it worth the fruit of the ring?" And did you buy it yourself with your own money? Do you own it? In other words, you just can't uh, you just can't take the ring that your grandmother handed down. Whatever, it's got to be yours. You have to have a, you can only make with something of yours, your money or your ring or whatever your shabakesa. So here the question is: Rameyer holds that meiser sheni, which you bring to your shalayim, is mamon gavo. It's not yours. You're eating from God's table. So Rashi, the last Rashi in the page says, Maisa belongs to God. And, and therefore, he says, it's Potum and Achala. It's Potum and Achala. Why? Because by Achala it says, of your dough. The beginning of your dough, you should always give some challah to the coin, right? So it says, so he says, according to according to a mayor, meiser she, if you have dough of meiser shein, let's say you took a, a flour, you know, you took some wheat that you had in Tel Aviv, and you brought it to your shlime to eat, um, and now you want to turn it into your baking bread. Now do you have to give challah from that? So according to a mayor that says it's not yours, the meiser she, you have to eat it in your shlime, but it doesn't belong to you; it belongs to God. So you're part from chalav. The divrei chachamim, according to chachamim, say no that it belongs to you. You're chayiv and chalav. Okay, that's nice. What about the next case? Matzos shemaisus sheni. We learned yesterday that according to Rabbi Kiva, you can make matzos on Pesach out of meiser sheni, right? Because he says matzos matzos riba. He doesn't learn like Rabbi Yosei So you can make matzos out of meiser sheni. Okay, according. But again, if meiser sheni is mamin gavol divrei meir, ain't not yotzei the chos of Pesach. You're not yotzei on Pesach because they're not yours. Now the Gemara is going to ask, we'll see this Gemara tomorrow at length, but uh, does the matzah have to belong to you? You can't be a guest in somebody's house and they give you, you have to, you have to own it, so to speak. What's going on over here? He says, matzah shemaisa shem, according to a mayor, that it's mom and gavor, you're not yotzah and pesach. Leverchacham, according to chamim, that it belongs to you, yotzah and pesach. What about an esrig shemaisa sheni? What about an esrig if it's maisa sheni? Esrig, you brought that to Shalayim also. Ledever a mayor, ain't yotzah, because it's not yours. You're not yotzah and pesach, beyantif. Right? Notice he doesn't say here Basukas, because on Sukkas, the Lakachtam Lachem that you have to own, remember on, on Sukkas, the Lulav and Esri you take, remember the, the, the first day, it has to be yours. So if you, if you don't have one and you take something else, he has to mock me, he has to give it to you, and you have to give it back, right? So otherwise, so he could be Yotze. Uh, if, if you give it to a kid, a kid can't be give it back. The whole problem there with, uh, with Esri on, um, on, um, on Yantif. But it's only the first day. Because the lulav you only has the other days you can use one that's borrowed 
you can't use one that's stolen. That's Lulav Gozel, my Mitzvah Valveva, the third parak in Sukkot. But when it comes to uh, the Esrig, the Lulav and Esrig, on the first day of Yontav, that's why he says Biyontav, he doesn't say Besukkot. By Pesach, obviously you can't eat, uh, um, you know, Yotzeh Bechaz for Pesach also can't be, the question is, are you, the first night of Pesach, Yotzeh Bechaz, we mean the first night. Here also, on the Esrig, we're talking about the first day of Sukkot, Biyontav. According to the Chachamim, that what, that Maeser Shani belongs to you, so this is what he starts off with. Now the question is going to be, I understand Lulav and Esrig has to be yours on the first day, right? It has to be yours. And also, I understand that the dough, you only chayv and challah, if it's reish, if it's your dough. But what, where do we get this idea that the matzah has to be yours to be otse in the first night of Pesach? Can't you be a guest by somebody else? That question we'll see tomorrow, Mitzvah Have a good day, everybody. B'surot tovot.